Hello world, I'm Jared Cunningham. Welcome to the Freelance Forum Spring 2021 webinar series. This is webinar number two, how to make a really great podcast in six straightforward steps with Aileen O'Mara. As always, the Freelance Forum is organised by the National Union of Journalists, Dublin Freelance Branch, and made possible by support from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Aileen O'Mara is an experienced journalist, broadcaster and media consultant. She has worked with RTE as a journalist and producer and has extensive knowledge of the Irish media industry, journalism and radio newsmaking. She also organises training through workshops, one-on-one and bespoke training and online training courses in audio and video. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Aileen. Hello everyone, um, Aileen is my name, Aileen O'Mara, and I'm here to talk today about podcasting. And welcome to everybody, thank you all for coming on a lovely sunny day at the end of March, and where you could be out in the sun, getting going on your constitutional to your five kilometres and back, and you're here uh, learning a little bit about podcasting instead. Uh, welcome to Joe Armstrong and to everybody else. Joe did a course with me last year, a pilot course on podcasting made easy, so... Um, I am a former RTE radio producer and I'm an independent radio producer as well and we're currently producing podcasts for three uh, organizations at the moment all done remotely uh, using a piece of software called CleanFeed. So um, how to make a really great podcast in six straightforward steps that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, on a shoestring budget, because I know a lot of people who are freelance journalists are not exactly millionaires, um, to your target audience. That's really important to know who your audience is and doing it for the moment anyway, remotely. OK, we would all love to be out meeting people and talking to them and recording them. But for the moment, we're all stuck doing it remotely. So we can do that, too. Um, but particularly using your brain and your phone. You can, you can use your phone to record, you can use Zoom to record, but you can use your laptop to record, but also, you know, your phone is, is very useful too. So let's get moving. Next slide. Why podcast? Well, just before I came on here, I went and did a quick search, you know, how many people are podcasting in Ireland and our Irish people are listening to more podcasts than practically else in the world, except Spain and South Korea. We, I think we love hearing stories. We love talking to each other. We love talking. So <laughs> we love podcasts as a result. And they are growing in popularity all the time. People thought that when the, when the pandemic came and people weren't um, commuting, that there would be a drop in listenership. But in fact, it's been the opposite. Because I think that because people are at home and people are, uh, you know, so limited in how far they can go now, the podcasts bring them to a place that they wouldn't normally be, which is great as well. So why podcast? It, for, as a freelance journalist, as a, as a as self-employed person, it is a good way to show your audio skills, okay, as a presenter or a producer or even as an expert. Uh, I get the odd email from people asking me, how do you get into radio? You know, people trying to get into to working for a radio station. And I would say in, in, the, in the old days, um, you would have been trying to get into say print as a starter. You would do a portfolio, you'd build up a portfolio. Well, the same way you're trying to get into radio, you need a radio portfolio as well, okay? And a podcast can be a really super way to show that you've got good radio skills and good audio skills and that you're able to talk, 
on you know into a into a microphone that you're able to script and that you're able to present so all those things can be a good reason for making a podcast the second thing reason for going to podcast is to show people that you know something about something so whether it's and the thing about podcasting it's very niche niche it's very what i call niche niche it's a niche of a niche so people do search out what you're really interested in so if you're you know interested in cars for example you know is there a podcast about cars at the moment a podcast about secondhand cars podcast about you know buying an electric car you know all those sorts of things i suppose that's coming into my head at the minute because i'm thinking of <laughs> changing my car so cars are in my head podcasts are getting very popular for everything so people are reworking existing written content and reading it producing it into an audio format newspapers are doing it as you know a lot of newspapers a lot of publications are doing it um television stations are doing it but bloggers are doing it now as well um you know you can see growing 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 you know someone like carl henry who people know as a fitness expert he's on um, operation transformation he's doing a regular podcast for the um, irish independent every week he's putting up content every week and i now see he's on youtube as well so he's recording it on a zoom and they're putting it up as a video. So it can be an audio and a video on one. And it's good that there are more podcasts, but it also means that the environment's getting a bit crowded. So it's kind of hard to be found as well. So that's important to get known so people can know where you are, and what you're doing. So it is good to know in advance to ask yourself why you'd make a podcast and who you're making that podcast to. To whom are you addressing your podcast? Step one in our sixth step journey today is pen and paper okay I don't really want you to do it in the computer so could you get out a pen could you get out a, a notebook I'm sure most of you have notebooks you're journalists after all and a pen and think about using the pen and paper now in the next little while okay I prefer you to write it down because they worked out actually after several years of putting on our children through uh doing everything on iPads that in fact if you write something down you actually remember it better and it goes into your brain better is to take out a sheet of paper and write something down. You can scan it digitally later, so don't worry about it. You won't lose it, right? I suggest that not now today, but you can certainly start it today, but put an hour aside someday this week of your busy schedule to answer the questions that we're going to ask and to make a plan. For if you're really thinking about doing that podcast, you have to have a plan. Here are the questions we're going to throw at you now. Okay, right, pen and paper. What is the name of your podcast? So you've got a podcast idea, has it got a name? All right. So I have a podcast idea. <laughs> it's called the Rats Down Media Podcast because I've rebranded as Rat Down Media now because we're out in Rat Down and I needed a name and I gave it a name. So I'm going to call mine the Rat Down Media Podcast. It's got a name now. What is the tagline of your podcast in eight words or less? This is the synopsis, a very, very brief summary the essence of what your podcast is about. The Rat Down Media Podcast, a podcast about all things media in Ireland or how the media works in Ireland. That's short. Now you know what the podcast is about. Can you do that for your idea? Okay. What is the value to your listeners of this podcast? In other words, what are they going to learn? What insights are they going to get from your podcast? Are they going to learn anything? Are they going to be educated? Because they're generally the two categories of podcasts that there are. They're the two categories of YouTube uh, videos that there are. You either learn something or you're entertained. And actually entertainment, usually you learn something too. 
But think about it. The vast, vast, vast majority of podcasts are people talking to each other. Okay. One person talking to one person, one person talking to a group of people and coming to a conclusion at the end. Okay. So what insights, what, you know, what are you going to bring to this? And wasn't there before. Okay. Now, very importantly, number four, who's your target audience? Okay. Who are the people you want to reach out to? And this should try to be as specific as possible here. Don't say, you know, a podcast about buying a secondhand car in Ireland. Everybody who needs secondhand car. No. You want them to be in, where are they going to be? Are they going to be all over Ireland? Are they going to be in Dublin? Are they going to be younger people, older people, people with loads of money, people with not a lot of money? What's the demographics here? You know what I mean? Like written down like male allotment owners in their 50s. <laughs> Just back, I have an allotment up in my club. And I thought, right, because the more specific you can be about who your target audience is, the better your podcast will be at reaching them. And a lot of the problems with people starting out podcasts in the beginning is that they don't define who they're talking to and they end up talking to themselves and maybe about three others. So the more you know who you're talking to, the better. Okay. Still on step two, question five. Who are your competitors in this podcast space? Is there somebody doing this already? They don't have to be in Ireland, it could be anywhere. Okay. Is there somebody doing this already? So if there is, what is your unique selling point? What are you bringing that the other people don't do bring, right? Are they going to come and listen to your podcast if they're already listening to somebody else's? Okay. So what is your unique selling point? What's the information or the entertainment that you're bringing to your podcast that nobody else has? Okay. And the point is, there's lots of room for people. You know what I mean? Like out here on the main street in Black Rock near where I am now, I mean, there's at least six coffee shops where they're all managing and they're all doing something. They're all selling coffee, but they're all selling different types of coffee and different experience. So there's room for people. You know, there is room for your podcast, your idea, but how does it differ from everybody else's? Okay. Now, number six, that's, this is important in terms of the promotion of your podcast, of finding and reaching your audience. What extras are assets? Somebody called it one day as a thing I was at. Assets do you or your production team bring to the podcast? So, for example, have you got a lot of social media followers already who you can pitch your podcast to? Have you got a lot of contacts, right? Have you got an email list? Are you already doing a newsletter? Can you... Are you on Twitter? Like, have you got, you know, more than a thousand people on Twitter? All those are what we call assets, because it's one thing to make a podcast. It's another thing to get it to people to listen to it. Right. So that is a big question you need to ask yourself. Where are the people you want to tell about your podcast? Where are they? OK, seven. Think about this. How often frequency and duration? How often are you going to make a podcast? Because you're going to need time to make it. You're going to need ideas. You're going to need to record it and edit it. And as Jared Cunningham, I'm sure, will tell you, it takes time to do all that. Doesn't it, Jared? It does. You have to commit to the time and you have to be committing to how often you do it because consistency is very important. And then duration. How long should it be? Now, I'm sure all of you are listening to podcasts already. I think half an hour is very good. There's very few podcasts that I listen to for an hour, right? Half an hour, that's a good number. 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. The beauty of podcasting is it's not like radio. It's actually, radio has a very defined slot. You have to fit in 
that into that slot. So you're 27, 28 minutes plus ads, usually if you were working with RT or something. The podcast can actually, you know, can veer in and out depending. But generally you try to be consistent in the duration it is. So think about how long you want it to be. Because once you, when you know how long it's going to be, then you know what you're going to have to put into it. Like, so if it's half an hour, should you have three voices in that or four voices? Four voices would be a lot for half an hour, in my opinion. But if you have four voices, maybe an hour would be longer. You know what I mean? So that, think about that. That decides. That also helps you decide um, how you're going to structure that podcast. And then number eight, write down names of five potential contributors. And this is good because it helps you start thinking. Okay, so if the podcast is about the media in Ireland, who am I going to interview? Right? And who would be good for this? And why am I choosing that person over that person? And why do I want to ask this? Is it management in, in, in media? Is it journalists working in media? Is it people who plan media? Is it academics? You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm trying now to narrow down what kind of contributors I would have. And also what mix, you know, of different areas of the media I'd be thinking of. So think about that, who your potential contributors would be and why you've chosen those. Once you've kind of got those questions covered, you've now got pretty well moved from, oh, I think I'd like to make a podcast to, oh, I have a plan here now. Actually, I have it written down. Now, it's not the full plan, obviously, but, you know, it really is. And I think giving a, giving a podcast a name sort of gives it an identity straight away. So, you know, you're, you're, you're really moving now if you've got this far. Step three, scripting. Now we're getting practical, okay? So you've got your name. You've got an idea of what it's going to be about. You think you know who your audience is and you've got ideas for contributors. Now, you haven't pressed the record button yet or anything yet. Okay. Now, the beauty, the silver lining in the great COVID experience that we're all going through at the moment is we have discovered Zoom. We now know that we can all record anybody in anywhere in the world very easily on a Zoom call. That's number one. Two, we've all got much better at our headsets and our microphones because of having a conversation there with Jared before we started is, you know, getting the quality of the audio better. OK, and we've discovered things like clean feed, which are a great way of recording through your laptop as well for people anywhere. And that was something people would never have done before. So we're, we're you know, we've moved on a huge amount in terms of how we can make podcasts. Right. So now thinking about the actual scripting of it. Think about what is your introduction going to say? Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm and in today's episode, we're going to talk about. OK, so think about what you say in the beginning, because then you're, there's your introduction. And I always say to people, say it out loud, because for radio, people have to hear it. You have to say it first. So if you've given your, your podcast title an unusually difficult <laughs> set of words to say, it's going to trip you up every time, which brings you back to your title. Keep it simple. OK, so the intro could be hello and welcome or you're listening to, you know, think about the actual words you're going to say at the beginning, because then the consistency, keep that style in every podcast, in every episode. And then the outro, and I know an outro is not read words, but we call it an outro on radio. You're listening, you know, the ending then as well. You're listening to the Rattown Media podcast, a weekly series about the media with me. You know, that's sorry, that's the introduction. Here we get the outro now. The outro here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rattown Media podcast with me, Aileen Mar. Be sure to subscribe. 
Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Alien Amara and find out more at reddownmedia.ie. There you go. Right. So now you've got your intro and your outro. Okay. Got your beginning and your end. Now you don't want the bit in the middle. I always say to people, if you're starting up a podcast, make a trailer. Just have a little short 30 second audio to get up there, to put up there. It's almost like, you know, the, the holding page on a, on a, or a landing page on a website coming soon, you know, and you could get, you could work on that to start with. So you do it all yourself. You just, this is a podcast about giving three reasons why they should listen and then do the outro and just get that done. And that could be a good practice as well. So this is it here now. You've got your intro, you've got your outro. And then I say, write two sentences about the podcast between the intro and the outro. And you've got a little trailer. That could be 20 seconds. Okay. So two sentences about, you know, your podcast. The Right Down Media podcast will bring you behind the scenes in media production in Ireland, talking to journalists, producers, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I'd write a bit more about it, you know. Join us every every fortnight or join us every week, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. And there you go. All right. Now, we're still on step three. You have a script for your promo podcast, your trailer. Before you record anything, and we're getting really practical here, because I can tell you, I came from print and I went into radio and into RTE from the Sunday Tribune at the time. And I would, you know, write everything down in shorthand, whatever. <clears throat> and then you go into radio and you have to go in and studio or in front of a microphone and you have to read it. And I would type it out in, you know, single spaced and sentences out to the edge of the line. And then, then I try to read it and realize I was, you know, jumping over everything. And then somebody said to me, one and a half spaced or double spacing, large font, 14 to 16 at least, and narrow in your, the width of your sentences and then mark it up. Just mark it with the pauses, with where you're going to emphasize and all that. That is good, was the best bit of advice I ever got, because also I was speaking way too fast. I had to write down, slow down at the top as well. So large font, double spaced, rehearse. That doesn't mean you have to rehearse it until you learn it off. It means give it a run through first before you record it, with a bit of what I call oomph. So a little bit of modulation in your voice, Hello and welcome. So now automatically, it's nice and friendly, okay? As opposed to, hello and welcome. You know, a little bit of, anybody ever sing in the choir? Out you go, project. Even for, for radio, you do need that projection as well. The voice needs to be a little bit like that, okay? That bit of oomph, you are performing, okay? Now, step four, record. We can make this podcast on the phone. This is my iPhone here, okay? And you can use, you can record it all. There's a voice memo on your phone. So if you want to now go in, if you have an iPhone, go into voice memo, find the voice memo, I'll show it to you here if I can remember where it is. Um, and there would be a voice recorder app on Android. If you can't find those apps, go into your search for apps on your phone and download a free voice recorder app, okay? So, I have got a lot of apps on my phone. So every single time I have to go and try and remember where the voice recorder is. And I should have checked this out for a bit. Ah, yeah. So on um, the iPhone, it's that black and red one. Yeah, I see it. I have Spotify in the middle there, SoundCloud on the left, and I have voice, voice memo on the right. Okay. 
and you just open it and I've got two recordings there already and the little red dot, okay? And the little red dot is the recorder. Before you record, check where your microphone is, <laughs> okay? Microphone's at the end of your phone, there. So you need to make sure this pointing at you. So you don't want it right on top of you like there. You don't want it too far away. I just generally put it on, put it on, an elbow, on my elbow on the table and I hold it like that. Because that way you can also see the screen as you're recording. So you can see um, your voice recorder showing your recording going on like there. So I'm recording at the moment. Okay, so it's picking up their wave, that's sound waves. Okay, and you're recording away like that. And then you stop. So you stop the red button. And there's your recording. Okay, like voice memo is very similar to that too. So there it's showing me at the top. There's a word edit, tap edit. Choose the one you want to edit and don't delete it. On recordings, I have three recordings there. Tap on the one you want to edit, like so. And then there's three little dots and you open the three little dots and then you edit, edit recording. And it'll show you how the main editing that you can do is basically trim the beginning and trim the end. In other words, tidy it up at the beginning, tidy it up at the end. And you can replace it or whatever. And now what I will do is I'll say save. Okay. So it's now saved. What it tends to do is either give it, if it's an Android, it gives it a, a really long number. Is read, don't forget to rename it and call it something because mine is called 15 Main Street and it's called just where I am. So it picked up the location and it called it that. Now they're all called the same. So that's not much fun trying to work out which is switch. Uh, but it just gives you the date that you recorded on as well. So you have a recording there too. Okay. So phone a few inches away. I always recommend if you have a stand, if you have a tripod for the phone, put it on the tripod. Otherwise, get a pile of books or something and put it on and hold the phone like that. Now the phone, if you don't want to hold the phone, just get it, you know, flat like that with the microphone pointing to you. Okay. And, and then have a listen back. And as I say, don't cringe too much because if you've never heard your voice recorded before, we all have in our heads, there's one sound we have in our heads of how our voice sounds. There's another sound that other people hear. So when you hear yourself back, you go, shit, <laughs> don't like the sound of that. Get over it, lads. Because, you know, it is what it is. That's your voice. And you know what? It's grand. It's a grand voice. And don't cringe too much, but just get, get used to it. Okay. Now, as I say, top and tail, as we say, um, you know, the way you edit a, note, a piece of text and you cut the beginning, cut the end. You can do the same. You can do the same on the phone. Yeah. Now, there are quite a few apps around that help you do a lot more editing than that. And I'll talk about them in a minute too. But basically, you could actually record your intro and your outro there and save them up and edit them. We'll show up in editing. But you can certainly practice. And I have recorded Wild Track Sounds. I actually recorded one or two podcasts in the beginning, way back a few years ago, on the phone, just to show people how good it can sound on the phone. Okay. Now, obviously, the external environment in which you're in affects the sound as well. So I always say to people, quiet room if you can get near to the microphone. At the moment, obviously, you're not going to be more than two meters near a person you're interviewing and, I'd, and usually it's be down the line for the moment. But after this is all over, folks, which it will be hopefully soon, we will all be back and uh, you'll be able to get, you know, get, if you're recording on the phone, make sure both, both of you are within, you know, two feet at, at most in a quiet room. Yeah, top and tail. Or, 
The other way you can edit, which is step five, we're still on step five here, is you can email your audio clip to yourself. So when you've recorded it on the phone, email it to yourself. You can airdrop it on the phone if you want, iPhone if you want, and save it, back it up somewhere. Just do back it up. And then you can edit it on an editing software program, right? Now, a lot of you have probably heard of Audacity, okay? Audacity is free. It's a grand editing software. I used it quite a lot in the beginning. Um, then it began to, some things about it, the downsides of it began to annoy me, right? And then I moved over to one called Hindenburg Journalist. That's Hindenburg, H-I-D-Burg Journalist. That's 85 euros inclusive of that. That's once off. You've paid everything there. Okay. They do have a charity rate as well, I think, and they have an educational rate too. But Hindenburg Journalist is very easy to use, and I train a lot of people up, and it's very easy. And they have an iPhone app as well. Now, it's only at the moment, still only iPhone. i nearly certain it's only iPhone. So if you record on the Hindenburg app on your phone, it can integrate it into the laptop. But generally, I actually have the Hindenburg app on my phone. It's downloading again on me now. I obviously, oh, no, there it is. Um, and it's nice. Yeah, I'd like to access your microphone. Okay. It's a lovely app, actually. It shows you a lot. You see, easily I'm talking, it's giving me the, low, the, the, you know, the levels very nicely there too. And also it's, um, you can put markers on it. You can, you can edit in there as well. You can cut and paste quite a lot in there too. Okay. And that's a nice app too, Hindenburg app. And that's on the phone. Um, trying to remember now. Can't actually remember how much is on the phone. It's not, it's not 85 anyway, it's a lot less. So finally then step six, publish. Let's publish. Choose a channel to host your podcast on. Where are you going to put it is the question. Because you have to host it somewhere. It has to sit somewhere in order to stream it on other podcasts, uh, channels, streamers. So you hear people say, wherever you get your podcasts, and you think, how do they do that? You get... As, uh, so SoundCloud, for example, or Acast, and I'll show you these now, I'll show you Acast now in a minute, we use Acast a lot. There is a free, there's a limited storage, with limited storage, there's a free, there's a free um, um, option on Acast and a free option on SoundCloud. That gives you a certain amount of, place, of space, but not a lot. And they will give you a piece of code, long HTTPS, dot, 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 all that stuff there that will that you use then to host your podcast on iTunes, or should I say Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They are the two big ones you want to get on, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, because that's where everybody is now finding their podcasts. Particularly Spotify are buying up production, productions, uh, things all over the world, particularly in America. And then also you will need a little visual you'll need a little square thing to show your logo and show the name of your pod of your podcast there you go there's your title back to what we said in the beginning and you can go into canva if anybody hasn't used canva before that's free as well canva.com go in there very simple to use and to make a visual there okay so we've gone through a lot of steps there from the plan the re scripting the recording a little bit of editing and finally publishing okay you are now a podcaster. Welcome to the world of podcasting. You're a publisher of audio content. So then after that, then you need to put the plan in place to build your content, to get all those bits together. And uh, as you can see, there are a few bits you have to get together, but you know, it's not insurmountable. And certainly you don't have to spend a fortune. If anybody wants to ask about equipment and stuff as well, I can talk about that recording equipment as well. But I'm going to stop sharing my screen now and um, 
Jared, if you want to come in again as well, you can, but we will look at um, the, the questions if you want. Is that okay? Yeah. So if anybody has any questions, now's your chance to, to get them in there. All right. So Joe Armstrong here. Yeah. So Joe uh, did a pilot course with me last year. Well done, Joe. Um, Fair Juice, Losing My Religion. It's on Podbean because that's another place you could host your podcast. Um, Podbean.com. And it has a 30-day free trial at the moment. Very good. Excellent. Oh, sorry. It's free 30-day trial, I should say. Yeah. And then there's Hindenburg.com. Yeah, that's the... Um, this is Hindenburg here, folks. Okay. They're, they are Danish, actually. Okay. And so you say your broadcaster publishers. See, schools, universities say independent and home producer there. Okay. Audio editing made simple. And this is journalist. This is what I was talking about here. Journalist. Okay. And it tells you all the things you can do. And I like it a lot because, you know, I didn't come from a, um, they give you a free trial as well there too. Yeah. So there's journalist rights, 85 euros, including that. So that's 69 plus sales tax. Okay. So they, um, as I said, they're Danish. I'm not somebody who's editing all the time. I'm not someone who learned to edit, you know, over four years or three years in college, whatever. I had to teach myself editing when I left RTE and I started in Cool Edit and then I found Hindenburg. And I must say, it is very easy to learn. They have lots of tutorials on YouTube as well that you can learn from. And it's nice. It can do a lot of things, particularly for podcasting, where you're not necessarily making a, a, you know, a five-track, multi-track documentary here. But I have made documentaries on Hindenburg, using Hindenburg because there's lots of different tracks you can use. You can bring in your wild track and your music and your voices and have great fun. It's actually very creative. Hindenburg also has an audiobook version. Oh, very good, Joe. It's a HABC narrator. It's good, is it? That's great, Joe, to know that. Yeah, so audiobook, because that's another form of podcasters do audiobooks. Um, it's of the eight, 19 people we have in the participants, we know three, if one, four is Joe and five is Colin, so we know it's good for you there. Um, Maeve, very good, a very engaging, informative input. Thanks, Maeve. Thanks for that. Um, if anybody, look, here's your chance to ask a few questions. If anybody wants to ask any questions, here's your chance. I actually have a question. Um, you mentioned SoundCloud. Uh, would that be your best choice for where to host it? Or, I mean, I know there's Anchor at the moment, but they want to own all of, all of your content and all the rights to it. So maybe not the best choice. Where else would you go for hosting options? Yeah, I'm. We we've actually moved over here. I'll share the screen again. We've moved moved over to Acast. I think I mentioned Acast already. Um, here it is. So Acast, yeah. Um, does is you know it's it is a dedicated podcasting channel. Okay. Now the see where they're saying up here has partnered with Patreon to be their exclusive provider of secure podcasts. Okay, so if you have an organization or you want to get ask people for their contributions to your podcast, um, I know certainly a lot of NGOs, a lot of people campaigning and stuff, ask people to, to pay a little bit. Okay, um, we're using ACAST now for three, for the three clients that we're doing remotely. And someone asked a question about remotely, I'll come back to that. So there's the starter one that's free. Okay, this is the one we're using, I think. Yeah, this one. So um, gives you very good analytics. You get straight into these other places straight away. Okay, it's unlimited episodes, right? Now the potential to monetize means that they will help you if you want to put ads in there. If you want to put ads into there, okay? And I know like a lot of the you know, let me see who they've got. 
they got it there. Um, like a lot of the big publishers are using it. Okay, now it's a different, that's different to the freelance journalists of this world, obviously, you know what I mean? Um, ACAST is what we're using. Uh, we had been using SoundCloud and it was grand, but SoundCloud, I find, uh, Jared, is very much for music. It's, it's primarily aimed at musicians, it's primarily aimed at musicians. And it doesn't really have the same interface as um, Podbean or ACAST. So I'll just look at Podbean for a minute, because I know Joe, no, I know Joe, we had looked at Podbean too. And I'll come back to that question about the remote clean feed. That's right. Um, it's great for recording remotely, cleanfeed.net. Yeah. Um, recording remotely has its moments, but certainly we've, we've, worked, we've worked it out. So how to make it right. And I can talk about that as well if you want. Um, show you. This is Podbean, which again has got a lot better than it used to be. Okay. Um, its layout is much nicer too. And the, they're also talking about video podcasts there. You can put it everywhere as you can see, look, that's where you can distribute it everywhere and you can monetize it now as well. Okay. I think the analytics in, in ACAST are better, uh, but generally there's not, a, you know, a lot of difference. I think Podbean can look very nice because you can do a very nice embedding of Podbean on your website as well. Clean feed. Yeah, we've been using clean feed for the last few recordings we're doing. So with clean feed, it's a bit like getting telephone call on a laptop, basically. Um, you send out a link to someone, everybody has their own individual link, and they click on the link, and then they can, you have to have, you have, to have the headphones on as well, obviously. You are then, uh, you can hear everybody else on your headphones, and then you talk there. Now, where is the sound, where's your microphone? Well, my microphone for this would be here on this, but otherwise you're picking up the microphone on your um, computer. And actually, it's very good. The sound quality is far better than Zoom. People don't see each other, which can be a positive. It actually can be a positive because, you know, the way we're all sick of looking at ourselves for a start anyway on Zoom. But also, you know what I mean? It just gives people a chance to think. You know the way when you, any of you ever done radio interviews or anything? You know, you're doing the radio interview on the phone often. You don't see anybody, but you visualize them as being there. Okay. Um, yeah, the re that's the remote one. Yeah. Jared. Was there anything else there that you think we can cover on the podcast? I'm not sure uh, on on scaling up. I mean, if you're trying to, if you're trying to do something that's like Freelance Forum is a very small podcast. It's aimed at Irish journalists, a fairly small group. So we're not we're not looking to be number one in the charts or anything. If you're looking to do something like that, a more mainstream uh, podcast, can you tell me much about sort of the promotional? vehicles for it. One of the things that occurs to me is the first thing you'd need to do is sort out the name. Yeah, I, I had an idea for a while back for doing one about all of the Marvel and DC comic films. And the name, of course, is going to be a great pun because it was going to be called Moving Pictures. Yeah. And of course, there's already five podcasts called Moving Pictures. I mean, one of the things that occurred to me is you could use Irish words, which I think is a, a general go-to for branding that hasn't been used already. The only trouble is that doesn't translate if you're looking for something that's outside there that literally doesn't translate. So uh, what do you do? Just scour a dictionary and look for rare words? Scour dictionary, exactly. Well, scour Google, scour Google, and, and then it's a Saurus. Yeah, first Google to check that no one else is doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and somebody asked there as well just about SIG tunes. I forgot to say that. Yeah, we use Audio Jungle. Uh, it's, you're looking, 
like, depends on what you buy, obviously, but, you know, five, 10 euros, you can, you can spend a hundred euros if you want, like, but uh, you can generally buy a SIG. And, it, and the thing about buying a SIG tune, like off Bandcamp or Audio Jungle, there's quite a few around, but you're paying for the royalties, you know what I mean? So that you're not going to get in any copyright trouble afterwards, you know what I mean? So you want to have a SIG tune that no one's going to come back and say, hey, you never paid for that. And we're all freelance journalists. So, uh, you know, we all work for in, in that area where people think they can get everything for free, but every now and then you have to pay for something. So think about, yeah, have a look at Audio Jungle there and see. And um, that, but you're right. You have to think the name is very important. The title is very important because it kind of needs to, you know, um, say what it, what it is in the can, you know what I mean? And also to avoid any copyright. So, um, so you have to think of moving, moving, Gerald's moving pictures, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sometimes it's to go for the obvious, like Carol Henry's the health podcast, you know, or real health with, with Carol Henry. And he has a sponsor. So that's the other thing is, try, you know, is it something that maybe someone might sponsor? You know, um, that they can, because it does cost. It's, you might say, I mean, I've given you a budget way to start it. Time is cost, you know what I mean? Time is cost. Um, so Joe was saying, uh, the pro version of Hindenburg, is that what you're saying? The magic levels save a huge amount of time. The magic levels of leveling off your, of equalizing everything for you, is it? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be using the free free Hindenburg. I, I'm using the, the 85 euros one, you know what I mean? But um, I suppose I've been using it for a good few years now, so I know all the tricks in it. Um, but, you know, st get started just recording yourself, I think. If you're thinking about a podcast, thinking would it be something that I would do, start by doing a few recordings. Just sit right, right, right down the intro, the outro, plan it there and start talking and seeing how you sound. You know, because like George, you know, you're 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 you've adapted to the you know the COVID world as well. You now have people coming in from here, there, and everywhere, you know. And that's the beauty of it that from now on you won't have to travel to record people. You'll be able to get people from abroad. You'll be able to, if you can get someone come in from Australia or whatever. Um, and it does, and don't get too frustrated if the sound isn't great in the beginning, work out why the sound wasn't great and then try again, you know? Um, but basically just do it, it's the thing really, isn't it? You know, because as Joe Armstrong there will tell you, it's, it's, it takes time, but it's, it's good fun. So you've got good few downloads as well there, uh, Joe, but, but then you are doing it regularly, I'd say as well, you're building it up, you know? Um, yeah. So it's another skill freelance journalists can have, I think. It's another skill. And it's it's these days more and more, it's a skill that you might you think you never need, but then you discover you do, you know. I think I'll stare and just and check the, the, the questions. Can we get a copy of the slides? Yeah, we can get, a, get you over the copy of the slides, Jared. Yeah, that'd be okay. You can get in touch uh, with me at hello at ratdownmedia.ie. You'll find me there. That's the website. Just unrelated, I see we have Carolyn Farrar in the uh, among us today, and uh, Carolyn just emailed me just before and said for the Irish journalist she's looking for anyone who would be interested in writing a piece on what it's been like working through COVID and lockdown in the last year. So if anyone would be interested in that, I don't know Carolyn's email offhand. I'm tribunalreporter at gmail.com. Drop me a line and I'll put you in touch. Okay. And Joe, there was a question about the sound walls. Yeah, exactly. Did you buy the sound walls, Joe? You did. Super. Um, let me just move my camera here for a minute and I'll show you. I am, I am here. See there, I have 
Now they're not the cheapest in the world. I have sound walls that I bought, oh, it's 10 years now. And they really make a difference. Uh, you can buy basically audio tiles. You can buy audio tiles. Um, let's see what I find. It's Audio Warehouse. Did you get them from Audio Warehouse, Joe? Uh, in the end. So um, you can get duvet. You can get a duvet, push you know, on the wall in front of you to, give, to bring the sound, to get you a nice muffled sound. Um, and you can, you can buy audio tiles as well, yeah? So um, audio warehouse is where I get my stuff from in terms of they're over in Rohini. And so audio tiles, audio tiles are good too, yeah? Um, and what they do is they basically create a nice muffled, you know, quiet radio studio effect. Okay, come on. I have a hack on that as well, which is if all else fails, sit inside a car. Because a car is basically a sound insulated room and it's soft. Or mo most of the surfaces are apart from the glass. It is. It's, it's Most of the surfaces are soft. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've done. I remember when I was at RTE, I did. And even podcasts before COVID, I'd meet people and wherever we were, it was too noisy. I'd say, sorry, could we, do you mind if we go and sit in the car? And they go, what? And yeah, really good. Now I'd open the window a little bit because they say a little bit of sound coming in can be good, but no, you're right. A car is actually a little uh, radio studio. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you can't afford the audio tiles or you don't want to invest big in the beginning, I mean, I've said to people, duvets, you know, the, tape, the desk around me here, you can put, get, you, get yourself a single duvet or something, push it, on the far side of your laptop or wherever your microphone is, shove it down there. You'd be amazed the difference it'll make because sometimes the surfaces on the desk can just bounce the sound back up and uh, something like a duvet and that will just, soft furnishings, all that kind of stuff will, will uh, give you better sound. Yeah. But I was asking Jared earlier what his, uh, you know, the headset was because the microphones that mostly we're using now are the ones like what Jared has there, something like and what I have here. So, if you're recording on a computer and somebody else is recording on a computer, try and make sure they have a microphone or something like that because the microphone on the laptop can sometimes be very poor or the, you know, the ambient sound around, like I was on a Zoom call around 12 o'clock today and the sound was atrocious. Yeah, yeah. So it's worth doing a dry run with someone if you're recording before you're recording. Just, just say, can we just check what the sound is like first? Yeah. Um, you can get obsessed with sound. George <laughs> appreciates as well. Anyone else? Last questions before we wrap up? I think that's it. Uh, is there any parting words you want to add? No, I think just uh, if anyone wants to get in touch, just send me an email. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any pa pa tips to promote your podcast? Yeah. Well, I don't have a podcast at the moment, Connor, but we promote Jared's podcast. George, name me for your podcast. Well, there's this one, Freelance Forum. That's the only one at the moment. Yeah, we dropped a new episode this morning, David Brannigan, talking about uh, copyright and licensing issues. If, if anyone wants to check that out, on, I use Pocket Cast, but there's any any app on any phone will get it. I just see Joe, Joe Armstrong has written uh, Aliens courses are, are very good. Do you want to plug any upcoming courses? 
Uh, well, I have a new course. I, I was just saying, Joe did the, a pilot course with me last summer, uh, Podcasting Made Easy, and we went on over six weeks. We had great crack, but it was too long, basically. So I've now got that narrowed down to three weeks. It's basically, we do a course called Podcasting Made Easy, and it's over at the Ratdown Media Institute. You can see it there, or a little bit about it, actually. And it's normally €350, Euros, but if anybody from the NUJ here today um, wants to buy it, wants to do it, it's €250. Euros, and we will include... For that, you get how to plan, prepare, record, edit, publish your podcast. By the end of it, you have a podcast made. And you get to talk to me at the beginning and the end. Yeah. So, and you get a deadline. That's the best part. We run over three weeks. You get a deadline each week. There's nothing like a deadline to have your plan ready, to do your recording, to do your editing. And we edit on uh, Hindenburg, which you can record on the phone or on the laptop. And then finally, we show you how to get it all up on screen on, on your um, channel. So we're working with the Irish Congress Trade Unions. We ran the course with them. Uh, what month is this, March? In January. And everybody had the podcast up and running by the end, including the visuals, the whole lot. A lot of stuff of what I went through there. So thanks for the opportunity to do um, a plug for it. Yeah. And Maeve, thanks for that. The video course, too, is very good, too. It's actually better now, Maeve, than it was when you did it, because it's now up online as well. OK, thanks very much. Um... Okay, this has been the Freelance Forum, which is organised by the Dublin Freelance Branch of the National Union of Journalists and made possible by support from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. The theme music is uh, Tom's Drops, uh, released by podsummit.com under a Creative Commons licence. Thank you for your time. I hope you all find it useful. And until next time, take care and stay safe.